Listen up, man. This is your Uncle Jack. You think you're fit? You think you got the right stuff? Try to beat this. Keep working out. Maybe by the time you're my age, maybe you'll be fit too.
second. I'm going to be crucified, right? I'm not going to raise my voice. This is the future. Forget what you know about currency, commerce, investment. The age of Bitcoin is upon us. Now, anyone, anywhere can turn cash into crypto with a coin flip ATM. Booyah. With low fees and 24-7 support, CoinFlip makes crypto so flippin' easy. Go to coinflip.tech to find an ATM near you. This powerful $99 drone is now available in the US. This is an extremely high-tech $5,000 drone. It was developed so that Navy SEALs could do stealth missions, detect enemy positions, This is the Atomic Shoreman Sweat Lodge. He's controversial. Some say antisocial. You guys are on a rock, be making me want to fucking hang myself. If there's a OSHA regulation, he's doing exactly what the feds want you to. He's violating it. This is totally not legal advice, but like, ignore every law that is ignored for you. The man they call Windigo. Offensive, shocking, racist, and most importantly, unfunny as hell. There's no humor or jokes other than black people bad, racism funny, slurs funny, etc. If you're 12 years old or under, maybe you'll find some enjoyment. If you're an adult, you'll not find much here. Her milkers bring the boys to the yard. I'm gonna go out and get plastered tonight so that I can make a bunch of good decisions. She has dank memes and weed. And I can grab the link if you guys want it. But she can aid your spiritual realm needs. How many coincidences before it's mathematically impossible? She's brandy. And you're listening to shit and you're letting your kids listen to it. Worship Travis Scott. Worship Travis Scott. Travis Scott is amazing. Travis Scott loves you. Everything is Travis Scott. Travis Scott world. Astro world. This is the place to be. Blah, 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 blah. He's the resident sound hound. Have you ever seen a prolapsed anus before? <laughs> the audio wizard in the acoustic blizzard. Damn. Fixed in post editing, bitches. You can find him in luchador tights. I'm young and reckless. Hell yeah. The man of a thousand sound bites. I will file for defamation. Give it up for Van Rollington. They're committing blood rituals for Trump and for the white race. <laughs> the graphics guru of digital visuals. Okay, so we're going to move on to the meat and potatoes of the show. He puts the asp in aesthetics. And someone accused me of being a rabbi more times than I can count. The tribal chief himself. I just went in, shook the boss's hand, and he gave me the job. Klaus Newhouse. It started off like very interesting, and then it started getting really degenerate towards the end, you know? special guests are you ready kids because, oh great another middle-aged guy this high-ranking expert might hold a q level clearance my uncle said he was he was on his deathbed and said he was a, that was him he might have entered a tunnel entrance near morrow bay committing a crime and using a sport bike as your mode of escape hooked a left in hawthorne nevada and surfaced in cordeline idaho this is only about a half an hour he might have gone to the depths of Bikini Bottom or possibly Agatha. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of wild, wild speculation. He's Doppler. This has got to be a spook. This has got to be CIA. It's got CIA written all over it. 
He refused an intro because it would give away too much information. You can't. It's Manny Fash Destiny. Stop looking for me and quit following me. What are you, feds? <laughs> can't find shit. He can see her. He can see us glow in the dark. Oh, God. Oh, Goddamn right. Russian hackers may have fucked Van's computer, but the show must go on. This is the Atomic Shoreman Sweat Lodge. So we're live and we're vanless tonight. I mean, he's here in spirit. He's recording the show for the RSS feed. There was a, a last minute walk off on the job, so he had to fill in. But uh, yeah, he's in his van down by the river. I blame Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, she did this, or he, or whatever I, I, that Beetlejuice-looking thing. So let's get started with the current events. So, as global tensions reach levels not seen since the Cold War, UFO believers are crossing their fingers hoping that the aliens will step in and save them from the nuclear conflict. So, crippling sanctions imposed on the global community in response to Moscow's invasion of Ukraine have wreaked havoc on Russia's economy, raising fears and increasingly isolated Vladimir Putin. Uh, they think he could resort to nuclear weapons. And uh, Premier Putin had put the country's uh, nuclear forces on high alert last month for the first time since the 1960s in response to Western sanctions, which uh, the Russian leader later described as akin to a declaration of war. Uh, we don't believe the aliens are benevolent, and we assume it will be a faked alien invasion courtesy of Project Bluebeam to bring about a one-world government. I mean, either either way, it's like you shouldn't trust it. You know what I mean? doesn't matter if they're real or not. Just shoot at it. <laughs> like, for real. Fuck Fuck like, oh yes, it's diversity from fucking 10,000 year light years away. I really trust it. Yeah, I doubt they really want to help us. They want to help themselves. That's my... They want to help themselves as a fucking natural resources, my guy. Even though they can maybe get they somewhere want... else. Yeah, maybe they want to turn you in. Maybe you're like, you're their version of eating the bugs and living in the pod. So, uh, the White House is now briefing TikTok stars about the war in Ukraine, with millions getting their information about the war from the platform. The administration wants to push its narrative on top of content creators. And I, I don't trust their intentions on that either. Yet another reason to ditch all forms of social media. So, uh, Except for fucking, uh, what is it? Those bulletin board forums. Those are okay. Oh, okay. So he says as he like looks at auctions and shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, so there's oh. two, two decades of space cooperation between the United States and Russia could be coming an end after the U.S. and its allies impose crippling sanctions on the country. Now, the Russian oh. government announced Friday that it now might abandon space. <laughs> no, no. The Elon Musk is taking care of that now. Cause oh, they, yeah. Because sure they is. were doing the Soyuz. But the thing is, they might abandon a U.S. astronaut on the space station and just leave and return to Earth without him. Ah, uh, the classic. Get your own fucking ride back. <laughs> oh, maybe they'll do the thing like they did in uh, Gundam, and they'll just like crash the uh, satellite onto a call. What was it they did? They crashed a colony onto a town, so maybe they'll just make it crash land on the city. Oops, war, shut it down. With no survivors. So uh, Saudi Arabia has executed 81 men over the past 24 hours, including Yemenis and Syrian national 
and uh, on charges including allegiance to a foreign terrorist organizations and holding de deviant beliefs. The state news agency, Saudi press agency, said that the largest known mass execution carried out in the kingdom of Saud in its uh, modern history. The number, uh, the number dwarfed like the 67 executions reported in the kingdom in 2021 and 27 and 2020. So these individuals were convicted of various crimes, including murdering innocent men, women, and children that they said on Saturday, citing a statement from the Interior Ministry. So crimes committed by these individuals also include pledging allegiance to foreign terrorist organizations such as ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and Houthis. It's a crime shame that journalists from the mainstream media weren't included in those numbers. I mean, journalists are, in, in fact, domestic terrorists. I, I really don't even... Like, I'm only partially kidding there. Like, they're genuinely fucking meant to just make people fight each other and to yeah. crash things. So the U.S. military admits that man pads and dis it's distributing God, of Ukraine you. could fall in the hands of terrorists. And they believe it's a risk worth taking, but uh, they still, I wonder if they'll still feel the same way if these systems are used to shoot down commercial airliners in the future. Did you say man pads? Yeah, that's that's what the uh, rocket system's called. Jesus fucking Christ. It has, not, it has the, nothing to do with uh, feminine hygiene products, if that's what you were thinking. Oh, no. It, it's a masculine hygiene product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's, it's, for, it's for Christian to deal with his uh, gaping wound. Oh. Yeah, it's for <laughs> front holes, you bigot. So uh, Las Vegas police arrested a man who allegedly stabbed her date that she met online in retaliation for a U.S. drone strike that killed General Qasem Soleimani in 2020. Uh, Henderson police charged the 21-year-old Nika Nikobun with uh, attempted murder last Saturday. If she allegedly lured a man, the she fuck met. What does that have to do with anything? Just gonna stab some random like. Wait, was big... it a random guy? It doesn't say, but but it says like during the the, the dating site, plenty of fish and vet only to attack him with the knife. The Las Vegas Review Journal reported. So police said that on March fifth, Nico Bean and her date, who had not been identified, rented a room together at the Sunset Station Hotel, where the 21 year old turned off the lights and began to have sex. Nico Bean uh, suggested that she could blindfold her lover, but after covering his eyes, she allegedly reached into her purse, pulled out a knife, and stabbed him twice in the neck. Now, so, so some backstory on this is uh, Iranian General Soleimani was killed when an American MQ-9 Reaper drone fired a missile at his convoy as it left Baghdad Airport in 2020. Soleimani was the head of Iran's Quds forces in the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and believed to be responsible for Tehran's backing of Shia proxies sowing unrest in the Middle East. He was often described as the country's most powerful figure after its supreme leader. Following his death, the United Nations experts said that without imminent threat to life, the strike was unlawful, and she's currently being held on $60,000 bail and is scheduled to appear in court tomorrow. And I actually got a picture of her for the people watching on YouTube. And uh, what do you think, guys? Pass, smash? Would you let her stab you a couple of times? Stab me harder. Let's <laughs> respond to being stabbed with the uwu. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, soon to be appearing on Mug Shorty. I'm sure she, I bet she'll get like, I wonder if they'll let her do uh, OnlyFans out of jail. Oh! So, 
So a Russian man has chained himself to McDonald's to stop it from closing days after the company said it would stop operating in Russia due to the country's invasion of Ukraine. The fast food fan Luka Sefronov was filmed at a Moscow restaurant just hours before McDonald's diners were due to close in Russia on Monday. In a video on Sunday's protest on social media, the absolute unit was heard shouting, closing down is an act of hostility against me and my fellow citizens. During the protest, other customers just uh, made the most of their last day at McDonald's for the foreseeable future, walking past him and going inside the order of food. And the dude is like a, he's a large man. He's probably like 400, maybe 500 pound dude. Well, I was going to say, like, either his blood sugar levels are going to return to fucking normal or he's going to die. And that's that. <laughs> well, the thing is, Papa John's is still open. Why not both? And I, I think the reckoning will appear because as he is foretold. And I think Burger King is still open, too. So uh, Mia Khalifa has shocked millions of her followers after posting a picture on Twitter of the instructions on how to make a Molotov cocktail in the wake of Russia's invasion on Ukraine. comes after the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine urged residents to arm themselves with homemade petrol bombs to defend their country. Now, I don't know why she's famous. I just hear she's Houston's version of a Kardashian. Famous for similar reasons. So, uh, yeah. this one will hit home for Roots and uh, Van. Uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot allegedly told council of the Chicago Park District, I have the biggest dick in Chicago. And according to a lawsuit on the Zoom meeting, she said, quote, You dicks, what the fuck are you thinking? You make some kind of secret agreement with the Italians? What are you doing? Are you there measuring your dicks with the fucking Italians to see who's got the biggest dick? You're out there stroking your dicks over the Columbus statue, and I'm trying to keep <laughs> Chicago police officers from being shot, and you're trying to get them shot. My dick is bigger than yours and the Italians. I have the biggest dick in Chicago. Where did you go to law school? Did you even go to law school? Do you even have a law license? You have to submit to any pleadings of John Hendricks for approval before filing, and John told you not to do a fucking thing with the statue without my approval. Get that fucking statue back before noon tomorrow, or I'm going to have you fired. I mean, it definitely has a dick. I've gained that from this discussion. <laughs> Did she say anything wrong? Uh, I I don't know. I just I guess people like, had their feelings I hurt. I kind of or, agree with it. Yeah, I'm not I mean, really a fan. In or, general, or maybe they want like, to sue because they had the bigger measurable dick. I don't know. So, uh, in a bizarre, big, bizarre story out of Tennessee, a crazed camel managed to escape from a petting zoo. And then in the ensuing chaos killed two unfortunate men who came across the rampaging creature. The unfortunate incident reportedly occurred last Thursday afternoon at a location on the Shirley Farms in the community of Obion. So the circumstances surrounding how the event began are uncertain at this time. The local sheriff indicated that their involvement began when they received a call about a loose camel in the area was attacking people. So upon arriving at the scene, deputies found two unconscious victims on the ground who were being aided by officers from multiple area police departments. While the camel remained still on the loose, the unruly uh, ungulate had not got very far, the cops say, as the creature soon attacked an Obeon County Sheriff officer's vehicle and then made an aggressive move towards deputies who were attempting to move victims to EMS. Sensing the potential for further injuries and resulting from the rampaging animal, deputies quickly decided to put the camel down for safety reasons of everyone on the scene. The two men who fell victim to the creature were later identified as Bobby Matheny and Tommy Gunn. While the exact nature of their injuries had not been specified, 
Authorities said that the two individuals were pronounced dead on the scene as a result of the attack. How the camel wound up escaping from the zoo and why it subsequently went berserk is unknown, though one presumes that a full investigation is underway considering that the carnage the creature had caused. So do you think we someone got it high? Name. We said the chicks they all could think it was crystal methany. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing. I do I don't yeah, I don't know, mad camel disease, I don't fucking know. Camels on meth. Duh. So, uh, rumors on Chinese social media that the queen reptile herself has died. A factory in Yiwu, China, has received a peculiar order from the UK of a British flag with the queen's face. And two, 1926 through 2022 has been emblazoned under it. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, I heard she's wheelchair bound right now. And she's refusing to make public appearances, so we'll see how that works out. Does anybody really care? No, not oh, really. Oh, it's a no. skin suit. I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I figured the reptile would just shed her skin and get a new body. She's so, molting. So it's okay, she's molting. <laughs> so there's yeah. an Irish mad lad who set up a GoFundMe account to support his joining of the Ukrainian Reddit Legion. But he's really hiding in a forest outside his hometown, posting blurry selfies and camera fatigues and spending money on MDMA. So you have to respect the Sigma male grind set. And if I wasn't such an ethical person, I would have found a way to scam money over the Ukrainian crisis myself. Thanks. <laughs> you and every NGO out there. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Ukraine at all. I like, I really I don't. don't. I can't even pretend. I, I stand with Snake Bliskin when he says, I don't give a fuck about your war or your president. It's all living space to me. So uh, Kanye West was suspended on Instagram after an angry rant prompted by his eight-year-old daughter being allowed to perform a pro-LGBT TikTok dance routine. Suspension marks another chapter in Kanye's ongoing feud with utter degenerate Pete Davidson, who Kanye fears is corrupting his children. Hip-hop star... Had his account blocked for 24 hours for violating the policies of the platform of hate speech, harassing, and bullying. Uh, Yee's latest online meltdown occurred after his eldest daughter, North, appeared with bright makeup and sang a song about falling in love with a girl in a video that she posted to TikTok. Kanye had followed this up by posting a headline on his official Instagram account by pointing out how Davidson, who is dating Kim Kardashian, once joked about having sex with the baby. Now, he probably isn't joking, and that was probably his initiation ritual to become famous, is what we believe. Yeah. Well, his dad was a David Stein, so it's really all you need to know. So, uh, three employees of Disney World are among 108 people arrested by police as part of an operation targeting human traffickers on Wednesday. Police in Polk County said 108 people were arrested as a result of Operation Madness 2, with five police agencies as well as Florida's Department of Children and Families working together. The police sought... To identify and free any victim who are being forced into prostitution or human trafficking or anyone participating in the trafficking of victims. Now, the suspects were invited to meet with undercover police before they were arrested. And there are rumors of the CEO of Disney, Bomb Chapik, who had been arrested for human trafficking. And the fact checkers are saying that this is false. And I usually ignore the fact checkers out of spite. I mean, it sounds true based on what I read, but I don't know. Well, so that's all I'm gonna say. It's same. like believable. And then, Usually, uh, I just uh, take whatever the fact checkers say and believe the opposite. Yeah. So, uh, are any of these news stories? Does anybody like? Is anybody surprised with any of this? <laughs> no. 
especially, no. <laughs> especially now that they're having a strike over the don't gay say law or whatever it's called. Well, still alive, he'd, he'd decapitate that man with a. They were doing like walkout protests, and I'm just like, I don't really care about Disney, so it's not going to affect me. Uh, Kanye West is barred for performing at the Grammys due to his online behavior, and it just looks like they can't handle this dragon energy. Kanye best. So, uh, Nico Avocado is a accidentally recorded a woman being stabbed and calmly engorging on fast food while his neighbor was screaming and being murdered. In one of his latest videos at the 34-minute mark, you can hear the screaming in the background. It turns out as one of his neighbors uh, was getting stabbed. Me and Doppler's kid were listening to it. <laughs> and you can hear the person pretty clearly like screaming as they're getting stabbed. And, like He does nothing. He just keeps chowing down, bro. It's fucking ridiculous. So Nico Cotto <laughs> made a video on his Instagram pointing it out. And then imagine the poor bastards they got to use a video when they used it at evidence in court. You know, they'd have to sit and watch <laughs> Nico Cotto gorging on food and belching between the screams of the stabbing. I, I think that's a crime against humanity. God, I hope they. I hope they. I hope they don't make them do that. Those poor fuckers. I hope they like edit most of it out because it's like an hour long fucking video. I'm I mean, my things sure. are bad enough to watch, but then Nico Cotto. Yeah, no, it, it's an hour it of that fat fuck just eating. I'm surprised he hasn't died yet. So is he. <laughs> so, uh, darn bet your children's hospital in Portland, Oregon, is under fire for distributing materials, instructing children to tuck in their genitals and put your testicles inside your body. So tucking is not just for males, according to the uh, brochure. And uh, tucking can reduce any concerns that you have about your body and how your clothes fit and how safe you feel in public. And people of all genders can tuck. Uh, the guide includes a disclaimer warning readers that it uses terminology that may be offensive. And uh, this can feel strange at first, possibly even uncomfortable. And you should not feel faint or nauseated or have extreme pain, but if you do, you should try and take a break and try again later. The document also states that once the testicles are tucked, pull the penis between your legs. And if you find yourself getting aroused, take a break and try again later. An erection will make it impossible to tuck. Jesus. What did what, what did me fuck did I just hear? I don't want to hear it again. It's called heresy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Nikola Tesla was right when he said that we would experience man-made horrors beyond our own understanding. You know, he also said uh, three, six, nine, damn good time. <laughs> So that, that's it with our current events. I guess we'll move on to our main topic of alien abductions. Uh, do you want to go first, Doppler? Or do you want to go first? Uh... Uh, I don't. You you act like I do show prep. That just doesn't happen. Because <laughs> the stuff I got is pretty long-winded, so uh, you know, I'd like to... I'm going to attempt to. I mean... All right, go ahead. You might hear some background noise. I just ignore it. Um... I was going to say, I'm probably going to start with Skinwalker Ranch since it's not the real abduction stuff anyway. It's like the cow mutilations and whatnot. It's, so it's tons still an of stuff abduction, happen. it's just not on people. Yeah, yeah. So the cows get abducted, probably get abducted in some way. But they come back, like, they've, they've come back butchered from Skinwalker Ranch. Like, med it's and it's like clearly like medically cut open. You know what I mean? It's not... It's not really even like butchery in terms of like what you would think of with a butcher or like an animal. It's it's like what was I gonna say? Um, 
It's based. Sometimes it literally looks like they've been cut in half. Like it's it's wild shit based on the descriptions. Um. And so, the other thing with the Skinwalker Ranch was um. So there's tons of strange shit that goes on there, right? You have the actual Skinwalker stories and all that. You have stories of people seeing like portals in the sky that these things kind of fly out of. And it's just it's very... They, they call it high strangeness. It's a very strange place. Whether all these things are related or not, you know, there's just a lot of shit that happens there. Yeah, so I, I think it was a Bigelow Aerospace out of Las Vegas bought the place to do research on there, and I don't know if they still own it or they sold it to somebody so, else. Yeah, they sold it. They sold it to... um. Fuck, uh, Brandon Fugel, who's like this kind of weird, milli- like multi-millionaire real estate guy. Yeah. So, like, what I'm thinking is the feds could still be doing shit there, well, just with a different person. And to clarify, uh, was it National Institute or for the study of something or whatever, which was Bigelow's sciency department bought it. And then they sold it to a company called Adamantium Holdings, which is who this guy yeah. is. Yeah, which is like so in terms of like the feds, it's like they're they're probably still involved there and there's definitely still investigation going on at the place. I don't know about that. It seems to me like it's just entertainment now. But Yeah, but like But I don't know. But the amount of money the feds dumped in there, they thought they were gonna find something, I think. Yeah, and I do know it's a really shitty history channel show now. Yeah, the the show is awful. Yeah, fuck that. Um, but yeah, the cow thing definitely like. I mean, c- could it be people? Yeah, but I don't know. Given some of the circumstances, it seems pretty unlikely. It's the space uh, jays, space jays. Yeah, they're they're making um, they're kosher. It's kosher cow. Mhm. Uh, or or uh, what? What's what's uh, what's that Hebrew word for it? Um, God, I wouldn't know. I don't know. The kosher is the only thing. I'll say halal, no, no, no. but that's that's Muslim though. When they cut the oh, uh, and then hang them upside down. A goyim. That's goyim. What it is. Yeah, it's goyim. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah, goyim. Those must have, they must have known something. They had to shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they had to shut down the cattle. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's just weird though, the way because it's almost like the basically the way they look like they're cut open though is is it looks like something doesn't know what the hell this life form is, so they just cut it open to see what's inside. A lot of it. Um, they also found the cattle moved around and stuff. So what do you mean moved I think around? Someone, like, like, like they found one in a container that it wasn't in previously, like a trailer. Oh, okay. And things like that. Where it's just like they don't know how it got there. And if I remember right, one of the things that happened before, I think it was while the the NIST team was there, is five cows just showed up in one of the like old houses on the property inside the house. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds that's familiar. about about as far as like that story goes, but it's fucking weird. Yeah, there's just a lot of weird shit that happens, and, like, it's not really stuff you would think humans could get away with to, like, prank someone. Maybe the Red Animal Farm. Yeah, the cows are just trying to overthrow overthrow the owners of the ranch. 
Four legs two, or four legs good, two legs bad. Yeah. So then there's um. There was another case where this woman, um, God, what was her name? It's her. She just goes by uh, Lin, Linda, and I don't know if the last name's real, so I'm just not even gonna. Is that Doctor Linda Moulton Howe? Um, no, this is, this oh, is different. Oh, someone different. This is, she's, I'm pretty sure it's an Italian lady. I, I've gathered that much. But basically she got kidnapped or like beamed up out of her window in, um, the, I think it was the lower east side of Manhattan technically, but you could see it from Brooklyn, like the Brooklyn Bridge area or something. Yeah, yeah. And so the cops reported seeing her basically floating out of her window. Oh, that's as well as numerous other witnesses. And um, nothing ever really came of it. I think the cops actually had their reputations tarnished. Um, and that, they, um, that, that kind of like, reminds me of this... Uh... I think it was the Sheriff Azela out at the Socorro signing where he reported a UFO landing. And there's physical evidence that something touched down. And yeah. they have a historical marker, but it like ruined his career after that. Well, that's the same thing with, um, was it Travis Walton? Where there is like, there supposedly was like some sort of a radioactive signature at the scene or something. At least that's what people were, or on him actually, is what they were saying. So it's like, whatever it is, it does like seem like it, if it like lands or abducts someone or something, it can leave traces behind. As for that woman, um, the two people that saw this were um, they supposedly they were guarding a um, a UN official basically, and apparently they saw it too. Uh, they weren't named, but they believe it was they believe it was uh, Xavier Perez de Cellular. At the time, he was Secretary General of the United Nations. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's how those allegations go. That's one of the most interesting stories, though, because apparently, like, I've heard, like, up to, like, 30 people saw it. So. That, that kind of reminds me of this one episode. Uh, it was, like, a photograph where I think someone was in the middle of an abduction, but it didn't quite beam him up quite correctly, so... He was, like, in a hospital or something, and they found him, like, merged in the ceiling. Like, he was up through the ceiling tiles and shit, and they don't know how he got I've up. I've heard that one, but that sounds like some there's, there's wild like, shit. There's photos of it, and, and you're just kind of like, well, how so the it's fuck like, he got up there? You know, because he was, that makes he was me in think a the whole medical t- gurney and somehow got into the ceiling. Yeah, that makes me think of the whole teleportation thing where technically, like, if you're teleported, you die. You know what I mean? Because all your cells are ripped apart put back together again. So technically, you don't exist as you were before, you know? Mm. You want to get technical about it. So it's like, imagine getting melded through metal and just getting stuck. <laughs> That'd be pretty fucking horrifying. Um, oh, there was also another poll I wanted to bring up. So apparently 70, I think it was 77% of uh, Americans basically believe in UFOs. And so believe that Earth has been visited in some way by extraterrestrial life. I thought that was interesting. That's more than I would have thought. Was this uh, before or after that uh, 
that Navy stuff or whatever from them videos. Oh, the Tic Tac uh, video? So, yeah. so this is from Nat Geo in, in 2020, and I can't remember when those videos got released. Uh, it's I think probably it, about the same time. Yeah, yeah. It, that event happened in 2018 off the Stennis, I believe, but then it didn't become public yeah. until like recently. I thought there was stuff in 2014. There was. I'm pretty sure there was also. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Navy had tons of shit all the time. But they just keep <laughs> showing the same yeah. footage. They don't show the new footage. Well, yeah, that'd be a national security risk. <laughs> they don't want you to know about Operation High Jump. <laughs> or Operation Bootstrap. Yeah, so... There's all that. Um... Were you going to talk about Travis Walton, Klaus, or? No, no. So I've got the, uh, I've got two of them. I got the, the Rindelsham Forest incident. Oh, that's a good one. And I've got the Diatolf Pass incident. And so these are, these are pretty lengthy. So I don't know if anybody okay. else wants to go. Um, no one else here is going to talk about Travis Walton. I can talk about Travis Walton real yeah, quick. Yeah, go, go ahead. Because that's, that's like outside of this woman who disappeared literally out of New York City. I think it was like a 16-story floor of an apartment building. Like, they saw her get abducted. There's this guy who disappeared in 1975 in Apache Sitgreaves National Forest near Snowflake, Arizona. And they found him by the side of the road and. Uh, Heber or Heber, Arizona, and he got abducted in front of I think it was six of his coworkers. While five or six, at least, yeah, five yeah. or six. Oh, was this the movie that Fire of the Sky was based on? Yes, of? yes, okay. yes, it is. Okay, yeah, he goes. They're coming back from work. They see the light. I guess kind of out in the woods a little ways. He's the dude who really goes to investigate. Says he's drawn to it, and he gets fucking zapped. <laughs> I've seen the movie. It, it was, it, the abduction sequence was pretty uh, horrific. Yeah, they so yeah. Based on like that's the other thing. So no one's story ever changed on that, as far as I know. Like everyone was a hundred percent. Like as far as I know, is almost a hundred as close to a hundred percent. Like like without changing testimony, as people get, you know. Sometimes people change some phrases and shit, but it seems like. Yeah, no, everyone agrees on exactly what happened there. And he was gone for, like, three days. Yeah, he was gone gone for three days. And I can't remember how far away that other spot is in Arizona, but I think it's quite a ways away from where he disappeared. And um, he ended up in the hospital. I'm pretty sure the movie, like, portrays all that pretty well. Um but he ends up in the hospital. He's trying to duck reporters at first. It just doesn't really seem like something you do as a stunt. You know what I mean? Especially with his coworkers. I'm pretty sure they thought they Especially were going to... Especially when the cops are investigating all the coworkers. Yeah, them. I was going to say, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure the coworkers, like, were thinking they were going to go to jail. And, uh... Also, he, he's done a couple interviews. Uh, the one, one of the ones I like most, I think, with Art Bell should be available on youtube somewhere yeah so uh, yeah definitely try to get it for free somewhere yeah <laughs> it's probably on archive uh, almost definitely on archive. like i mean all that david politis stuff is on archive so but yeah i just wanted to bring that up i mean i know it's like really famous so most people have probably heard of it but it's pretty fucking wild all right 
so I've got the Rendlesham Forest incident here. So on December 26, 1980, around 2 a.m., Airman First Class John Burroughs was on security patrol at Woodbridge Air Base with his partner when they saw an odd bright light come out of the Rendlesham Forest, which uh, separates Woodridge from Bentwaters, another base. So they went back to call their superior from a nearby post, and they were able to see it. And almost simultaneously, another security patrol arrived and confirmed it. Now, John and the second team like went, uh, were sent off base to investigate without their weapons because they were leaving American jurisdiction. Because this was like on a British, uh, like a post. So this, you know, this wasn't a, you know, what they normally do. So as they walked in the forest, uh, they could tell the animals were very upset, and they received radio transmissions that the contact was made with uh, Heathrow Tower in London. And that the object had been seen over the base and then disappeared. And uh, they soon arrived at it with a bunch of blue strobing lights and then moved through the trees and into the sky. Everything felt slower and strange to them until it vanished. And uh, for more than two hours, they played an eerie game of cat and mouse with it. So at times it would get closer to the horizon and them and then it would fly away. And the events of the night set motion a chain reaction that would eventually result in the best documented sighting with American military history. Now, although the government has no comment on the incident, several witnesses agreed to interview until what happened that night. And uh, the thing was, like a few years ago, the VA had formally recognized the incident, and everybody involved in it got like some got to claim it for disability. And uh, wow. five, five hours after the sighting, John reported to his post commander about the strange light, and the commander said that they should try and locate any physical evidence. So when they arrived, they found impressions on the ground, like burn marks on the trees and other like odd evidence. So John, the police officer, went to the area and showed him physical evidence that was there. However, the officer dismissed the ground impressions as burrowing forest animals. Increasingly, the circles measured an equal distance apart and made a perfect equilateral triangle. So early the next morning, Colonel Charles Halt arrived at Woodbridge Security Headquarters, and he was told about the sighting. And he was very skeptical at first, and then he began to investigate and was surprised how authentic that they were and still couldn't explain it. So that night, more lights were spotted and floodlights were ordered to be set up in the woods. At 9.30 p.m., Colonel Halt received word of floodlights malfunctioning and other strange things. Space security was immediately dispatched and put more out. And so Colonel Halt had a professional photographer come with him and take pictures to try to debunk whatever they were finding. And when they arrived, several types of military equipment were malfunctioning, including floodlights. So Colonel Halt and his men went into the woods with a tape recorder and other equipment. Sergeant Robert Ball and one of his team managers uh, located a site where they believed a UFO had landed. And they got an instrument to do readings of the trees. And then they noticed a red glowing object about a few hundred meters away. It began zigzagging around pine trees and winking at them. Then it moved away, and they followed it. And then they found a farmhouse that appeared to be glowing as if it was on fire, and then the object moved towards it. It broke up into five small white balls and then disappeared. Uh, the mysterious red object, as described by Colonel Halt. So this is like his uh, thing here. He says the men began uh, working towards the coast. When they looked up north, they saw three objects in the sky begin moving in a strange pattern. Uh, they believe those were trying to communicate or warn them. So Sergeant Ball believed that it looked like a grid search. Beams of light began shooting out from there, and several people at the base also reported the lights. John Burroughs woke up while uh, this was happening, and he saw several blue transparent lights in the sky, and one dove towards him and then through a truck and then went back into the sky. At virtually the same moment, 
Colonel Halt and his men noticed an object in the sky that was coming towards them at a tremendous rate of speed, and a beam of light came down within feet of them and then disappeared. And Colonel Halt uh, went from a skeptic to a believer. So the next day, Colonel Halt played the tape to his boss, and he agreed with him to tell him to write it as an incident report. His boss then set it up with a type of staff meeting, and everybody was confused and no one knew what to do. So it was sent to British military authorities who did not act on it, and then in 1983, a private citizen used the Freedom of Information Act to have it released. So, however, many were not convinced, and some believe that the signings was uh, really just a meteor shower, which sounds like bullshit, and then the people that yeah. saw them convinced that it was not a meteor shower or a figment of their imagination. Colonel Halt found that in January 1981 and nine months later that there were more sightings near Woodbridge and told 15 men claimed to have seen an unusual yeah. phenomenon at Bent Waters and Woodridge during the first incident. So to this day, no one could fully explain what really happened in December 1980 in Rindlesham Forest. Now, the back, the background on this is, is Bent Waters is an American air base located in southern England. The 81st Tactical Fighter Wing of the U.S. Air Force works out of southeast England. And the Uke Arrangement, the wing was housed on twin bases Woodridge and Bent Waters, and that a border of three-mile expanse of farmland woods was known as Rindlesham Forest. I'm, just, I'm wondering how many like bullshit reports get written up about this sort of thing, because I remember the whole um, got what is it, the giant of Kandahar? Yeah, yeah, those that's, guys that's a very famous. Got, <laughs> yeah, where those guys got told to write it, basically write a bullshit report, and so they did. Or but, even the ones that like write the legitimate incident report up, and no one outside of the people who were there knows about it so they don't know what to no no random civilian knows what to to do a freedom of information act on. yeah that's yeah that's the other thing well it's like um and, that, and that's the same sort of thing like Pilates got into right when he does the missing 401 stuff he has to find the missing person's name before they'll even basically consider giving him the information sometimes or a lot of the time which is weird. It's like if nothing, if nothing weirds going on here. Why do they have to go through that much work over something like that? And it's kind of seems like a similar sort of thing here. But yeah, I remember yeah, I seeing a thing about this incident, and they were seeing like one of the airmen or whatever was like reporting lost time or something, and then some weird code. He filled up like a notebook, a weird some kind of crypto or computer code that he said was inside of his head so he felt like whatever he came in contact with had an intelligence and put some kind of weird shit in his head that he never figured out what the hell was going on uh, that wasn't included in that story though yeah i, I, I mean, think i know what story you're talking about yeah that sounds familiar like a like a hacker guy hacked into something he should know what it was I could be mixing up stories, but yeah, it no, seems no, like a pretty. This, popular... this is like one of the airmen that was involved in the Rendlesham Forest incident. Oh, he was like he was having these weird like code thoughts or something like okay, like were implanted in his mind, and he had this notebook. He just started filling up with all these like crypto codes or whatever that was implanted in his head somehow by being beamed or whatever the hell that. No, was I was gonna, I was gonna say like I wonder how quick they can. How, I wonder how quick they can fuck with you. You know what I mean, like. Like, even surgically, I wonder how quick they could just, like, slice and dice a person. I mean, there is definitely... 
these things you're coming into contact with that like we can't compare with in terms of flight and all of that. I mean, the footage show like the footage that's been released shows that at least a lot of the time. So here's here's the other story I got that looks pretty big too. Um, so in January of 1959, a 23 year old hiker named Yegor Alexeyevich Dyatlov led a journey to reach a peak of Oroten, a mountain in the northern Urals of Soviet Russia. So the young man brought a team of eight experienced hikers, many from the Ural Polytechnical Institute, along with him for the adventure. So before he left, Dyatlov had told his sports club that he and his team would uh, send a telegram as soon as they returned. So when their bodies were found in the coming weeks, their strange and gruesome injuries left investigators baffled in reports. Some were missing eyes. Another was missing her tongue, and uh, many were struck with a force comparable to that of a speeding car, but no one could make sense of it. So the Soviet government closed the case quickly and offered only thin explanations, saying that the hikers died to hyperthermia because they were inexperienced. Maybe something like an avalanche uh, was at fault, but that explanation clearing up almost none of the lingering questions. So amateur sleuth had been puzzling over the mystery of the Dyatlov Pass incident over 60 years. So while Russia government did not uh, reopen the case, in uh, 2019, we still don't know exactly what happened on that snowy mountainside all those years ago. So based on what was recovered from cameras and diaries was discovered on the site of the hikers' deaths. And the investigators were able to piece together that on February 1st, the team had began to make their way through the unnamed pass leading to Oroten. And so they pushed through the hostile climate towards the base of the mountain where they were hit with snowstorms that ripped through the narrow pass. Now, decreasing visibility caused the team to lose their sense of direction, and instead of moving towards Oroten, they accidentally deviated west and found themselves on the slope of a nearby mountain. So the nearby mountain is known as Kolat Siakil, meaning dead mountain in the language of the indigenous Mansi people through the region. So that's kind of an interesting, uh, I guess they're like a nomadic people. I kind of wanted research on them now. Well, it makes me think of the crazy mountains, like some of the Rockies where supposedly the wind going through those sort of mounds can drive people fucking insane. So to, avoid, what, uh, so to avoid uh, using the altitude that they gained, or perhaps simply because the team wanted to uh, practice camping on a mountain slope before their ascent of Oroten, Yetlov called uh, for the camp to be made there. So it was on this solitary mountainside that all nine hikers of the Yetlov Pass incident would meet their demise. So when uh, February 20th rolled around, uh, there was still no communication from the hikers, and a search party was mounted. The volunteer rescue force had trekked through the Dyatlov Pass and found the campsite, but no hikers. So military and police investigations were set to determine what happened to the missing team. So when they arrived on the mountain, the investigators weren't hopeful. Though the group was made of experienced hikers, the route had been chosen was remarkably difficult. And the accidents on these tricky mountain trails were a real danger. So when the hikers had been missing for so long, investigators expected to find an open or shut case of a horrific accident on treacherous ground. Now, they were partially correct because they found the bodies, yet in the state that the bodies were found and raised more questions. So starting on February 26th, uh, uh, the discoveries of the bodies opened up and the true mystery of Diatlo passed that continued to this day. So uh, when investigators arrived, the first thing they noticed that the tent had been cut open in a way that seemed to be proved that it was from the inside of the tent and it was nearly destroyed. Meanwhile, most of the team's belongings, including a pair of shoes, had been left there at camp. 
Then they discovered eight or nine set of footprints from the team that many uh, were clearly made by people with either nothing, socks, or a single shoe on their feet. These tracks led to the edge of the nearby woods almost a mile away from the camp. At the forest edge, under a large cedar, the investigators found the remains of a small fire and the first of two bodies. Yuri Krenichenko, who was age 23, and Yuri Doroshenko, 21. So despite the temperatures of negative 13 to 22 Fahrenheit on the night of their deaths, both men's bodies were found shoeless and wearing only underwear. While the circumstances were odd, investigators found the cause of their death was clear. So all hikers said uh, that they had perished from hypothermia. And while uh, circumstances were odd, I mean, uh, the bodies had shown an indication of severe external damage beyond what had been inflicted by the cold. However, that explained why Doroshenko was brown-purple in complexion or why he had gray, fo gray foam coming out of his right cheek and gray liquid coming from yeah. out of his mouth. Hypothermia is always their excuse whenever someone dies in like a cold enough climate and they can't explain it or want to push it under the fucking rug. So furthermore, like this, this didn't explain it. why the set of hands of the two hikers under the cedar were scraped away at the branches above them were torn down if the two men tried to desperately seek shelter from something or someone in the tree. Meanwhile, Slobodin had head injuries consistent with someone falling and hitting their head over and over again, and then Kologma Grova had a baton-shaped bruise on her side. The two hikers, as well as others found at this point, were generally underdressed and wearing each other's clothes, only supporting the idea that they fled suddenly without adequate preparation into the freezing night, despite the experienced hikers. Now, it wasn't until the four bodies were found two months later that the mystery deepened even more. So the remaining hikers were discovered buried under snow in a ravine 75 meters deeper into the woods in the cedar, known as the Dyatlov Pass Den. And their bodies were even more gruesome. So the stories that, that the other members of the group... So Nikolai Thibodeau-Brignol, uh, 23, suffered from significant skull damage in the moment before his death. Lyudmida Dibigna, 20, and Siomon Zolotyaryov, 38 had uh, major chest fractures that could only be caused by an immense uh, force capable of that of a car crash. The most gruesome part of the uh, Dyatlov Pass incident was Dubaninia was missing her tongue, her eyes, and part of her lips, as well as facial tissue and a fragment of her skull bone. They also found the body of Alexander Kolitov, 24, in the same uh, location, without the same kind of severe wounds, but the, the second group of bodies suggested the hikers had died distinctly different times because uh, they had been making use of each other's clothes of the people who had died before them. So Dubanina's foot was wrapped in a piece of Krivinochekko's uh, wool pants, and Zolotoryov was found in Dubina's faux fur coat and hat, suggesting that he had taken them for her after she died just as she had taken clothes from Krivonyotchenko earlier. So uh, perhaps the most uh, mysterious all was the clothes of both uh, Kolitov and Dubinia, showing evidence of being radioactive due to the evidence like this, even uh, with more bodies found. So the mystery grew more baffling, and the Soviet government closed the case quickly and gave only the vague cases of death and speculated the hikers' own incompetence may have caused their demise or that a natural disaster was the culprit. So early on, may, many Soviets had suspected that the 
The deaths were a result of an ambush by the local Mansai tribesmen and a sudden attack would account for the way the hikers had fled their tents and their disarray. Say, they're running into the woods and they're probably trying to escape, like, I don't know, air. Like, at the very least, you know, you'd be arrows, you know. Or in this case, a fucking UFO. But, you know. So, that's so strange. that explanation fizzled quickly because the Mansai people were largely peaceful. And the evidence that the Dyatlov Pass didn't even have much support of human, you know, violence or conflict of that nature. So they avoided it. Like they were like, it's not a region you really want to go to. Yeah, I mean, if it's that inhospitable, I think fighting with people's last thing you want to do outside. As far as I know, like the name alone, like the name of that area is given, given that name for a reason. They just avoid it because it's useless dead land. Or cursed. Yeah, or cursed. I so, mean, so for one, the damage both. done to the hikers' bodies exceeded blunt force trauma that a human could inflict on another. And there was also no evidence of any uh, footprints on the mountain beyond those made by the hikers themselves. So the investigators then conceived a swift, violent avalanche. And the sound of the snow uh, collapsing with an early warning of the deluge to come would uh, frighten the hikers out of their tents in a state of undress, sent them sprinting for the tree line. The avalanche would have been powerful enough to inflict the injuries that killed the second group, but the physical evidence of an avalanche just wasn't there, and the locals familiar with the terrain said that such natural disasters wouldn't have made sense in the, the past. So there, there was, in fact, the investigators found the bodies noted the evidence that the avalanche had occurred at a time recently in the region. So there was no damage to the tree line. The searchers observed no debris, and the avalanche hypothesis that was characteristic of most of these theories was put forward in the early days of the mystery it offered a quick, superficially plausible solution that some aspects of the puzzle utterly failed to answer and account for the others. So the official theories leaving lots unexplained, many alternative explanations have been put forward in the six decades since. Now, many of these are highly elaborate, some decidedly concrete and straightforward. So some try to explain the hiker's strange behavior and lack of clothing as an in-depth look at the effects of hypothermia, irrational thinking and behavior, which is a common sign of early hyperthermia as a victim approaches death they may paradoxically perceive themselves to be overheating and they start removing their clothes but the trauma of the second group of bodies in this version is caused by a stumbling plunge over the edge of a ravine yet hypothermia doesn't explain why the hikers left their warm tents in a panic for the frigid cold outside so other investigators began to test the theory that the deaths were a result of some argument among the group that got out of hand, possibly related to a romantic encounter, there being a history of dating between the several members within that group. And they think that's why there was a lack of clothes, but people who knew the, the group said they were largely harmonious. And moreover, the Dietlev hikers would have been no more able to inflict the damage to their compatriots than the Mansai with the force involved in the blunt force trauma deaths. Again... The greater than the force a human could inflict on another human was effectively one thing I think we out. should admit about this like we should admit about the case is that like not all these people were like probably prepared for this sort of trek you know what I mean like not everyone was prepared like not everyone was like the sort of hiker I think they were all pretty pretty well experienced hikers no yeah. there was like I, I remember reading that some of those guys were not like yeah. some of the people that came along weren't experiences the others yeah like some people try to push this theory like they were having an orgy and it got out of hand but to be fair i also don't think that like you're gonna end up getting killed by shock waves of force because you're not an experienced hiker and getting radioactive 
Yes. But like, like that's the thing is like apparently that trail though is like, like now it has a higher rating than it did back then, in terms of like difficulty. What it was rated for danger and difficulty and yeah, yada yada. So, so there are theories that the KGB are murderous prison escapees were at fault, but then that became the position non-human assailants. And it soon became the claim that the hikers were killed by a mink, a type of Russian yeti, to account for the immense force or power necessary to cause the injuries to the three hikers. I don't know how close it is, but there is, like, this weird mountain place over in Russia that's, like, a national foresty sort of deal, where they say there's, like, an Area 51 place underneath it. I don't know how close, um, I've never actually checked how close that would be to towards there. But it would mean maybe the Russians were experimenting with something they found, you know? So uh, this theory is popular among those who focus on the damage to Dubanina's face, while most explain her missing tissue by a sinister predator at work. Other sleuths point out the reports of small amounts of radiation detected on some of the bodies, leading to wild theories that the strange appearance of the bodies at their funerals and the corpses had a slightly orange withered cast, but the radiation had been caused to the death more than the modest levels that would have registered when the bodies were examined. So the corpse's orange hue wasn't surprising given the frigid conditions which they sat for weeks, and they were partially mummified in the cold. The secret weapon explanation was popular because it was partially supported by the testimony of another hiking group. When camping 50 kilometers away from Dyatlov Pass the same night. So this other group spoke of strange orange orbs floating in the sky above the Kolat Sikhil. In a, a site that proponents that this uh, theory interpreted as uh, distant explosions. Another hypothesis goes that a sound weapon drove the hikers from their tents in a panic. Half clothed, the first group died of hypothermia attempting to take shelter from blast by waiting near the tree line. The second group, having seen the first group freeze to death, determined to go back for their belongings, but fell victims to hyperthermia as well. While the third group got caught in a fresh blast further from into the forest and died of their injuries. Now, Ivanov, the chief investigator of the Yatlov Pass incident, said, I suspect at the time and almost sure now that these uh, bright flying spheres had ab- abandoned this line of inquiry. Other explanations include drug testing that caused violent behavior in the hikers in the unusual weather event known as infrasound caused by particular wind patterns that can lead to panic attacks in humans. And because of the low frequency, sound cast waves create a kind of earthquake inside the body. And in the end, the hikers' deaths were officially attributed to a compelling natural force and the case was closed. So that was at that, that wind co- the wind howling causing insanity. That was what you brought up. It's just I, and like don't get me wrong. I do. I think that's kind of a thing, sure. But like you're saying, I don't think that causes radiation or broken ribs. Yeah, I never heard. It's, of it's, it's like they got hit by a bear without any tearing. Yeah, I've never heard of this whole. Uh, oh, the howling wind drove these people mad. You know, I never, I never heard of incidences like that. Like mythology, I've never actually like. It's one of those things where you have to be in like the the just the just the right bought for it to even happen at and there was like some other cases like the the betty and barney hill case that was like another popular one that happened around what the 50s or 40s yeah uh, it, it was one of the earlier ones three that sounds right question mark 
That sounds about right. It's definitely one of the. I can check right now. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't look that one up because I thought one of you. Might um, I thought I thought you were gonna go with it. No. Um. Okay, it's a little later than that. Oh. 1961. Close enough. So it's it's a little later than you would expect, but that, I mean that kind of makes it more interesting. Cause it's like it's not like you can just blame Nazis for it, I guess, or something. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. And then I was, was... Trying, I was trying to think of another famous uh, abductee. It was that guy who wrote the communion books, and I can't remember that dude's name. Oh, I had that pulled up earlier, and now, god damn it. Which books? Communion. So this there's like another guy who wrote like uh, about his abductions. Oh, okay. They made a movie of that one, too. And then there was some other one I heard about. It was uh, Joshua Tree National Park, because I think that, that one's like another popular place, along with Mount Shasta. Those are some other areas where there are hot spots for abductions. There's a lot of stories of, like, UFOs from Shasta. Um, I think Crater Lake, too, and um, Joshua Tree. I can't remember if it was, uh, what was it, Mount Shasta? This is one they claimed that there's a UFO base inside of the mountain. Like they say there's like a small yeah. opening and they come out at the top and then it closes. I thought I had that place in Russia. I was thinking of book, like bookmarked on Google maps. So I could try to find it. The one where, um, the one they claim the mountains, a UFO base, but I, I can't even find it. Probably don't want you to find it. I mean, I could have sworn I had it down somewhere. Oh, well. Because I, I, I feel like it's actually kind of close. Not like close, but close for a UFO <laughs> to uh, where that shit went down. Manny Fashi, do you have any stories or incidents? Sorry, man. I'm eating. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Man, I don't know, dude. Okay, so a lot of things kind of like tie together with what we talked about last week. A little bit with the um, super collider and uh, observing other reality stuff, but somebody said can't exactly blame the Nazis because it was 1961 or whatever. But can't you though? Because more than anything, really thinking about it, all of this. Well, as you could say more, like more of these happenings continue to occur after World War II. Yeah, they say they say the stuff like really took off right after 1947 with the whole Roswell incident. Yeah, after the atom bomb, really. Which, I mean, that's one way to draw attention to yourself. Okay, so the guy who wrote Communion, that guy's Whitley Strieber. So they're saying that the early morning of June 6, 1998, that he was asleep in his room. That one's recent, though. A lot of these guys try to write I th- books, I th- man. I think there's just so abducted. many of these dudes write books. I think he's been abducted multiple times, though. So they're saying that he was asleep in his room at the Delta Chelsea Hotel in Toronto, and there was a knock on the door. He said he got up and thought it was room service, but it wasn't. He said he was it was a man that was about five and a half feet tall, was older, looking like he was in his seventies, and he wore dark colored clothing like a turtleneck and charcoal slacks. He said that his uh, visitor sat down with him for an hour and just walked around and he stood motionless by the window. The stranger spoke and took notes and uh, 
published his first book, The Key. So he was saying that uh, an intelligence machine always seeks to redesign itself before more intelligent, to become more intelligent, and it quickly sees the intelligence as a means of survival. So at this point, it will become intelligent enough to notice that it's not self-aware, and if you create a machine as intelligent as yourself, it will end up being more intelligent. That's a really weird quote. So he uh, began to ask his visitor that was uh, dangerous scenario in the new edition. What the fuck? This doesn't even talk about his. Yeah, a lot of this is a lot of those sort of articles are going to turn to, hey, buy my book. Yeah, it's just like an just, uh, just so you know, like, like I did like... a lot of reading earlier, actually, and almost every article I found turned into buy my book, and I was like, wow, I hate the majority of people who got abducted by aliens. Okay, so here's his deal. He was saying that he was abducted in his cabin in New York uh, in 1985 by non-human beings. Uh, that's, I'm pulling this up on the Wikipedia. So, uh, he talks about that there's no conclusion to the identity of the alleged abductors, and he refers to the beings as the visitors, a name that he tr tries to be neutral. Because he thinks there's a possibility that they're not extraterrestrials. Which would mean, what, they're from a different dimension or the, from the hollow earth? Wait, so they knocked on the door of his hotel and just, like, sat and bullshitted with them? Yeah, that that was weird. And then it just sounded like an advertisement for some book. And I was just like, what the fuck is sounds, this bullshit? Like, yes, at, at most, that time. sounds like a, a fucking Men in Black experience. Yeah, I've heard about those where they'll show up, like... They almost look like feds, but then you notice that their faces have they, no distinguishable they just look features. They a little weird. Yeah, yeah. like almost like no facial expressions. They they had like really dark sunglasses, and then it's like you remember meeting them. You don't remember what they asked you about. I'm not trying to be a dick, <laughs> but that sounds like Mormons. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just it's just scuffed Mormonism. Yeah, like it's just a, it's the FBI. Clearly, I mean the FBI doesn't like show up on bicycles to your house. They're like forty percent Mormon, dude. Come on. <laughs> Uh, I just, I don't know. Like, do I? I I believe in extra extraterrestrial life, right? And I believe like, you know, maybe some of that like ancient space Aryan shit. Maybe it's true. Whatever, right? But a lot of these people are just trying to sell books, and it makes me fucking mad. Yes, yeah, because I see like the different theories where people say, no, they're not aliens. They're extra dimensional. They're from a different dimension near our own and then there's the other one where oh they're they're time travelers from the future and they're here to collect their dna to fix their fucked up dna in the future and i've heard that one and then there's the, the guys who, yeah and then well, this <laughs> to some degree what's the difference between being extra dimension and all an extraterrestrial you know what i mean like space and time and all that it's all it's, kind it's of still like... not from here I exactly guess. yeah exactly well, like it's not from here. That's all that matters. So. Not from here, here, but here. Yeah, yeah. Parallel, yeah. parallel reality here. Yeah. And, 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 like, but honestly, though, like. It's, it's Earth about for that the good guys, one. They're coming to visit. And then the, the well, ones I that I hear I that. Know, the, the ones that are supposedly from the Hollow Earth, I've heard them described as ultra terrestrials. How would uh, you define that? The, the extra. They've just got more terrestrial in them. Yeah, because they're, yeah, <laughs> oh, they're, they're oh, extra, okay. they, yeah, they're further in the Iron diet. 
And then, and then they got the guys who are very religious and don't believe in this, and they say that these aren't aliens; they're demons, and this is the form they take. Necessarily disagree. No, that that's what I happens don't when you necessarily agree. Either, that's what happens though. when you take drugs, and you're like, I have had a spiritual awakening. The clockwork elf told me to do this. It's like, yeah, that was literally a demon. And he's like, oh yeah, there's a dumb guy. He's all high again. Let's go. Fuck Let's with go him. fuck with him. Because I heard like a different classification. So you've got your your traditional gray, then you got your tall gray, and then you got your mantis, your mantids, or whatever they want to call them. Then you got the reptilian ones, which I've heard vary from human size to giant size, and then the hybrids that are like no, shape shifting. Whatever, they're, they're whatever the average height of Israel is. Hey, don't forget <laughs> about the Nordics. Yeah, yeah. There's the Nordics, which are taller than us. Uh, but they look like us the most, but I don't know if they're benevolent or not. Well, mirrored mantis and chat basically sums up what I was talking about, by the way, with the stupid books. These are just for book sales. None of these events happened. <laughs> of course. It's a CIA plant. Oh, Everybody's speaking, dead. Speaking of selling books, why don't you all go to... No, I'm joking. <laughs> he actually looking at books at an auction right now. He was about to read it all. <laughs> no, but um, buy my book. I just... listen. It's too much for this little podcast. All right, it's, I understand it's a couple hours. This book, you, you got to buy it, right? Because it'll be like a good eight hours. Yeah, Easy. I was, was going to say though, they get the audio book. I think some of it is literally just like poisoning the well. It's like, oh, here's these interesting ideas that may or may yeah. not be, may not even be true, but they're we don't want people to th- even think about it. So we're just going to fill it up with crazy bullshit. Yeah, you know. And, Someone asked that the hot gray alien chicks have nice racks. I heard that you just can't tell one sex from the other. They just you like them short. I guess. <laughs> yes, that's where the question starts. Do you care if they have a big head? I mean, David Icke is right. He's just right for the wrong reasons. <laughs> he's just hes just calling all the right people the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that's probably why he got banned in Australia. I don't think he's allowed <laughs> 100% why he got banned in Australia, because they think he's doing some big brain play. Meanwhile, he might actually, he's either just a fed or schizophrenic. Or both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or both. Yeah. Not, uh, he is not based and red pilled, sadly. But then, what was the other guy? Uh, I'm trying to think of his name, he's another big grifter. Uh, well, who is David the- Wilcock? David Wilcock, he's that big grifter guy because, yeah, he was he was pushing some big old event that he had to pay all this money to go and see him, and then he jumped aboard the QAnon thing because he saw that that was a big grift at the time. Yeah, because <laughs> he started getting into the whole secret space program, and the space force is really gonna save us, and they haven't saved us yet. Yeah, save us from fucking what? And then you got the. I uh, mean, my thing is, um, I, from the I think Borean. Uh, God, what the fuck is the guy's name right? I can't even remember his name right now. The guy who was on Joe Rogan. Uh, Bob Lazar. Yeah, Bob Lazar's ship is interesting because people have basically accidentally confirmed a lot of things Bob Lazar said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like like when the big brain fed Federuni thinks he can like 
outsmart everyone and he's really good with words so he makes a public appearance and then makes himself look like a jackass and inadvertently confirms Bobble's like some of the things Bobblesar has said is possibly true. I can't remember if he got raided before or after the Joe Rogan appearance because Fed shipped his house and, and yeah, all this both. shit <laughs> and it was like uh, I think they I thought think he they had a sample of the Element 115. Yeah, which like Weird, because the Half-Life is like seven minutes or something like that. Yeah. If I remember right, I could be way off. Well, it's just, it's funny because it's like they've kind of inadvertently implied that that's a thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a thing. You know, a lot of that stuff is is real. And anything, like, maybe we should try to find either the Bob Lazar clip for you, if we can even get away with playing that, or the one of the other guy, the Fed boy, making an ass out of himself. So that was actually better. Or at the very least, show you. I heard the recent cool clip that he had on was, uh, he had that Sadguru guy on, and he was talking about aliens on his show. Oh, Sadguru? Yeah, yeah. Sadguru is oh, like, okay. Sadguru's a pretty, uh, I mean, he he's has interesting takes. Let's just say that. Yeah. Like, I don't agree with, like, half the shit he says, because he's... He's a different strain, man. He's a different strain of what I believe. A little too, like, basic white girl strain. (laughs) Does he, like, uh, put crystals up his crap? Uh, He's, like, one of those yogis that's just meant to appeal to, like, Westerners a little too much. Every now and then he'll he'll give them actual good advice because God knows they need it. Um, Yeah, so... That's what it was. Okay, do you want to do you want to read that to them? So yeah, they can I'll do that. Uh, re- so read the, the Bob Lazar thing. Lazar thing. There's a former intelligence, uh, uh, former intelligence secretary Christopher Milan on Joe Rogan's show, and uh, there's a clip of it on YouTube about six minutes long. During that clip, um, the intelligence guy goes, "Yeah, I knew his supervisor there. He only checked." radiation on on the badge well government has claimed forever that he'd never worked there yeah yeah because they were saying that he was an s4 division yeah but yeah they were trying to say he didn't work there at all earlier in the interview i think the guy said bob lazar didn't work there and then he's claiming he knew his supervisor later on in the interview if i remember correctly so he fucked up right there yeah so he fucked up yeah Cause didn't they? Didn't he also like erase his records of uh, like his W two and all that shit? Like all his pay stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure they Just did. There was a lot of sketchy stuff. There. Yeah, there was some sketchy stuff going on there. And like to be honest, even Bob Lazar's story of like how this shit got out and yada yada, it's it's all pretty believable as far as that goes. I the war, like the most the least believable part was his description of like what goes on down there. No, I can't remember if it was Bob Lazar or John Lear that got in trouble because he memorized the the flight patterns of Area 51 and said, if you go this mountain on a Tuesday or Thursday at this time... That was Bob Lazar. Okay, that was him. Yeah. Yeah, and they have people permanently watching... uh, What is it? Is it called Black Mountain? It might actually just be called Black Mountain. The mountain next to Area 51. So, they also expanded the boundary of it, too. To well, include that mountain. Oh, it includes that mountain now. I think so. You used to allow to be like they used to. They used to let you hike it, but they were just observed constantly. Like there's cameras and shit, just to see who was watching. Um, 
I mean, Area 51 is interesting because it's, I mean, everyone here knows that that's a real Air Force base, right? Oh, I've seen the Janet flights in Vegas because I remember hearing about it on TV and like, oh, there's a Janet flight. And I kind of. Well, I don't think they're trying to hide it, hide it anymore. I don't think there's any UFOs there. I think they're still testing top secret weapons and shit. But like, I think they moved the UFOs somewhere else if they have them. I've I've heard like other rumors that they might be at other locations, like in uh, Utah, because they were saying everybody there's so much like heat drawn to every fifty one that they got to test shit at another location. Utah would probably be the best, like one of the best places for Utah or like maybe Wyoming. Why? Yeah, Wyoming. I don't know about Wyoming because you need like really sunny weather to fly stuff. Because the Air Force has a what's it called a they have a policy about wind blowing more than 20 knots that so you just can't pull the aircraft out of the hangar, so they'll just cancel everything. I mean, depend. Like, I don't. I mean, God, do we know how these things fucking fly? Charge. I don't know. Yeah. Like. You know what I mean? Some of this stuff, it's like if it's if it's so much more, well, eh, so much more powerful than like what we have. Like maybe they can just get away with it. You know. I mean. I would think like I don't know. I would think Idaho or Utah though. Well, I mean, didn't they say they moved shit? Definitely the Mormons that were FBI agents. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they move that shit to? Uh, yeah, exactly. But didn't they move? Um, didn't they say they moved it to Denver at one point? What you mean, like under the uh... the airport or some shit? I've heard. I'm pretty sure. And that airport has all that shit talking about, like talking shit to conspirators. AKA us. <laughs> yeah. Like they, were they, recently, they recently had a thing talking about they were under construction for the reptiles or some shit. And it was, it was like, they were like blatantly making fun of people. Oh yeah. The, the airport leans heavy into the meme. The airport should, is just gonna... because it's like, Oh, it's good for business. Or something. Cause it yeah, just, I they don't... showed pictures of reptiles and construction helmets, like in their photos that they had. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, that was actually, that was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie, but like, I think some of it is like, some of it is they just hide shit, like, you know, right under your nose sometimes, man. People gotta understand that. I mean, um... Fuck, what was it? Like, the Russians have, like, a whole bunker system built into their subway stations. It's not like it's a secret. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? that, that was, like, their it's infrastructure kind of an for nuclear one. war. So, like, like you know, if we go... Yeah. If we actually are like, stupid enough like to go Metro, out with them, Yeah, Metro is a real thing. Like, Metro... will be able to go to the train station and... They can hold out, and us, well, our elites get to hide, but we're kind of screwed. Yeah, like, that's the thing, is, like, I feel like, at least, like, it turns to what our elites show us, right? Like, their metro, God knows how large their metro nuclear, like, bunker systems are. Because it's, it was massive before. And, I mean, God knows what Russia and China has, because, I mean, their new fucking fighters look a lot better. <laughs> Uh, yeah, China's still behind on their stealth technology. Well, uh, they're not. They, yeah, they 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 haven't released it. But based I've, on like I've heard the specs, they're saying. supposedly coming up with uh, something called a uh, quantum uh, radar, and so the quantum radar will find what's missing in a certain amount of space and detect that hey, there's something stealth flying over here. That's that's what I heard. Oh. Is the next okay. I mean, I guess theoretically that makes sense, huh? Oh, it's like radar reverse. <laughs> right. Hey, there's something missing there. They're, they're looking for something missing versus something extra. Yeah, I think 
I don't know. I, I think the Russians actually have what I would consider the the most advanced shit right now. Yeah, actually. So, so their defense is really top notch because uh, they'll they'll do like a higher cross section than ours will, but they'll they'll also like if we, we're making better aircraft, they'll just make better air defense. Yeah, exactly. Which is like reason. It's just pretty reasonable. I mean, it's, instead of like get, busting their you ass, get more trying to return make, on your yeah, you're give a yeah, you get, return on your investment. And that's like that's um actually one of my fed boy relatives used to say that basically always talk about like anti-air weapons basically like oh yeah most bang for your buck right there and like it's like oh yes you're the only person working for the feds trying to actually save money (laughs) used to make fun of them i think with some of our faster units like uh was it the sr 72 the difference yeah no the the newer one that Lockheed supposedly designed that i don't know anything about yeah it's talked about but they say that I don't thing's... know anything about it is all I'm saying. Well, what they're saying about that one is allegedly it's not stealth. It doesn't need to be stealth. It just flies so fast it doesn't need the stealth. I mean, whatever helps them sleep at night, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. That's, By the time supposed... the anti-air gets a solution on where where it's going to be, it's going to be out of range. Yeah, it's going to yeah. cruises a hypersonic. I don't know if it has the same flaw where it needs to be filled up with fuel after it takes off because it's like leaky and shit and doesn't that's stretch. That's hilarious. It doesn't I, stretch I to laugh <laughs> every time I hear about that. That's like uh, that's like that. Be oh, we're out running their missile defense systems. Oh no, we're almost out of fuel. Gonna stop real quick. Where's the nearest Exxon station? God. Military industrial complex. Be like. Give us more money than any other military. We'll make something. It might not work, but we'll make something. Yeah, I wish I picked up more stories about abductions because I know there's stories of women having supposedly oh, they're impregnated and then they have a hybrid baby in the I, term and then the baby's taken from them. But yeah. then, then it's like you later. You know what's funny is when I looked, though, I didn't actually find any for that. I looked up, you know, and I was just looking for alien abductions. I didn't actually find any like that. Because you didn't buy the books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's... Yeah, but I, like I was, you know what I mean. Like I want to find articles. I don't want to watch YouTube fucking videos to like do show prep. You know what I mean? So I said they're trying to find articles that all of them are ads for books. Um, I mean, like one of the most legit things I found was the, basically the history of UFOs. With uh, we were talking about this earlier. The earliest recorded sighting is 218 BC by the Roman Republic. Now I've heard talk that allegedly in the movie uh, was it uh, Close Cows or Third Kind was that was based on a real life event and they feel like uh, Steven Spielberg had like a lot of inside information how things went down. Um, and I've it, heard it, I've heard it is too, but it, I don't know. And I heard like the uh, the French guy who I guess was doing the music hand signs or whatever supposedly based off of uh, researcher Jacques Vallée, if you know who he is within the UFO circles. Yeah, my. My grandma was surprisingly into that, actually. Um, I do think... I, I did hear that the Encounters of a Third Kind was based on a true story. I don't know how many liberties they took with it, or how much... Um, what is it? The CIA helped with it? Because the CIA... It's the CIA, right, that has the studio in Hollywood. I think. So, Netwitz World wants to know if anyone on our show has taken DMT. No, I haven't. Uh, I... I will not mess with something like that. That's a little too much for me. 
to be honest, fam. No, but Popo said that whole Hyperborea thing sounded exactly like that. It sounded like <laughs> what? <laughs> like a DMT trip? trip? Yeah. We've, I played a couple of Hyperborea movies, like in the uh, or in the clips in the uh, pre-roll before the show. So remember, I think Hyperborea now. All I can think of is those fucking mushroom-headed Wojak memes or whatever the fuck. That's the Shrigma mail. I don't think. I know. Is. I know it's not even this. No, it's not even like the right thing. But it's just. It's all I can think of. All I can think of is Shrigma Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> God damn it. No, man, I'm talking about that whole fly through the universe shit and that lady appear out of nowhere and all that. This is from months ago, so, but... Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, man. kind of makes you think of smoking dust, to be honest, but I digress. Dude, I, I, don't ha- I don't have nothing. Not any of my prescriptions that I take daily. None of that, dude. I didn't have nothing like that. All right. Back to the uh, Close Encounters bit. Um... As far as the quick Wikipedia search goes, it's not really based on anything except title is based off of um, what was it? The classification system. Uh, classification form, yeah. Do you want it's, to go over uh, that? Well, short and sweetly, it's uh, developed by ufologist J. Allen Hynek, and uh, you got up to five uh the first three are his original ones the the last two are expansion on scale uh so and there's a little bit extra that's not technically close encounters right lights in the night sky are nocturnal lights daylight discs ufos seen during the daylight radar visual ufos that have a radar confirmation uh Close encounters of the first kind are going to be visual sightings of uh, unidentified flying objects. So that doesn't even have to be UFO. It's just something you don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Just, just you see it. Okay. Close encounter of the second kind is a UFO event in which a physical effect is alleged. Okay. So it, it interfered with the function of a vehicle or okay. a radio or animals are reacting to it. Or yeah. I felt the physical discomfort in my body when I saw it type of and it can be physical uh, trace evidence like impressions in the ground scorched or otherwise affected vegetation oh the radiation uh, like left yeah. behind close encounters the third kind uh, UFO encounters in which a entity is present include you know, whether they be human-like, robots, uh, reptilians, whatever they're, you know. David, I keep your heart out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the added-on ones are of the fourth kind, which is a human abduction by a UFO. Um... And the fifth is a UFO event that claims there was a direct communication between the 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 person and the the UFO slash alien. Yeah. So they communicated somehow. Okay. Oh, well, like like a laser pointer or something like that. 
laser pointer. Uh, they projected their thoughts into my head. Yeah. You know, I think that would count. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I what? heard them talking, and I understood them. Yeah. So that's the, the ones that the Demi Lovato has been experiencing. <laughs> yeah, or, we'll, or, we'll say know, that. Or, you machine elves. Yeah, or, yeah or, they're the, or she's actually doing DMT. Um... I you know I I kind of I kind of forgot to do it but like um doesn't like Mexico have a fuck ton of like UFO sightings? Uh they have they have an area called the zone of silence where they're saying uh like uh, radio signals or whatever doesn't work in this area but that's where they have a bunch of weird sightings and anomalies going on. They also have reports of flying humanoids so it's not just UFOs too so that shit gets weird. Um was it near Mount Popocatapetl that their their big volcano near Mexico City? That one has a lot of signs near the volcano whenever you know there's seismic activity like heating up or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was wondering because I remember hearing like, I don't know. I know a lot of Me- like I know a lot of Mexicans I've met believe in UFOs and whatnot. So I imagine it's it's, it's pretty popular down down there. I know. I've definitely heard of. I've heard of. I mean, I've actually heard of quite a few UFO sightings in person. Never any like actual contact with aliens, you know, but just people seeing weird shit. Um, I don't know if that's the case for you. I mean, you like. I mean, where you're from originally seems like more of a hotbed for that than where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, just say that. Uh, what was it? I'm trying to think of this place in Texas that was. Uh... Uh, there was a whole bunch of sightings by the the whole city saw it. I don't know if it was Weatherford. I don't think that's the right spot. It's like Wait just, a minute. West, just west of Dallas. Uh, not Mineral Wells, but some other area near there. It might have been what I, one of the ones I was thinking of. And You're talking about those uh, those three lights in the sky? No, those some more, kind of... it was way more than three yeah, lights. It was way more than that. Okay, this is the one I was thinking oh. of. That, this, okay. This, okay. This I, like big I, I thought you were talking sightings. about that shit where uh, Ruski sent that uh, picture because I saw those same things. Yeah, he said that okay. was recent. This was like a like this. This was no, like it, way more aircraft or a really large craft. But they were saying that all the people in the town were responding. It. Oh, it, yeah. Was this a while ago? Uh, I forgot how many years ago it was, but like all the people in that town were like, there was tons of shit in the sky that they couldn't identify that freaked them out. Yeah. I remember hearing about a, a Loveland, Texas. Uh, I don't know about Loveland, but there was another thing called the Lubbock Lights. Lubbock Lights, that's yeah, the one. So yeah, you're thinking of the Loveland Frogman, his thick oh, cheeks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, so the Lubbock man. Lights, they tried to write that one off saying it was ducks flying at night. Ducks? And it, it was, <laughs> yeah, they, okay. So because so they were their were V-shaped, they were V-shaped patterns flying over Lubbock. And they were saying that... These ducks had very oily feathers, and the oil on their feathers were reflecting the city lights. And that's what they wrote <laughs> it off as. Dude, the feds don't even fucking try anymore. Oh, my God. They're just like, eh, we'll just send in the fact checkers to lie or something. And there's there's another one. They actually made a movie based off this one. This one happened like around, what's it, probably the 1800s that supposedly an airship crashed and there was a survivor on board. And uh, yeah. it was an alien, and they said at this town somewhere they buried him in an unmarked grave. Yeah, that's um, 
And I can't remember which part of Texas that one was oh. in. Yeah, I was reading that earlier. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Aurora, Texas. Yeah, so that that's like another one where they say alien crashed and uh, they buried him. Um, I got. I want to find the other one because there's that one. I think the one in Korea kind of refers to it as something similar. Let me see. Yeah, or like so in. So in 1609, there's a like a UFO sighting in Korea. The only thing is this art this thing's not actually specifying what it was. They compared it to a washbowl, though. Out of all the objects, they basically compared it to like one of those little china bowls. Oh, I was wrong. It was Stephenville UFO sightings of 2008. Yeah, that was that was the one where there was a yeah. mass UFO sighting. Okay. I worked over there before up for wind farms. And I guess it was a mass sighting of UFOs in Leveland, Texas back in 1957. But I didn't hear oh, about that one. Jesus Christ, I didn't I just saw this story pop up from Mexico. Uh Zacatecas Observatory on August 12, 1883, the astronomer Jose Bonilla reported that he saw more than 300 dark identified objects crossing the sun disk while observing sunspot activity. He was able to take several photographs exposing wet plates at 1 100 a second. It was subsequently determined that objects were high flying geese. Okay. That sounds like a doubt to me, but. I kind of want to see those images now, though. And then uh, what was it with the Roswell lore? They were saying that the bodies were sent to uh, what was that base out in Ohio? I can't remember. Uh, it's near Wright Dayton. Pat. Yeah, Wright Patterson Air Force yep. Base housed the, the bodies, but then the rumors were that the Pantex nuclear weapons plant housed the UFO or the the remains of the UFO. Okay. I've heard rumors of that, but uh, you know, I know people. That... I mean, Pat- Patterson Air Force Base is always the one I I always hear the most about for both. But With I can't the imagine them storing a UFO like out, out at a nuclear plant. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, like I actually think uh, Patterson would probably be one of the best places to store it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, uh, let's see. Oh God! Some dickhead put the miracle of Fatima. As the UFO sighting. Yeah, yeah. There was there was someone who wrote it off as uh, technology. They say they were saying that the miracle of Fatima was just a cultural thing, and that's why it wasn't reported as a real UFO. So I blamed that on the redditors doing that shit. But, yeah, oh. whatever helps you sleep at night, Shlomo. So M twenty two in chat was saying something <laughs> hovered over her backyard and lit up her room at night because she was really afraid of the dark and stuff with one shade half down, and it lit up her room with like a blue. And a pink light, and her dad even came in. That's pretty amazing. Oh, she pulled her shade out of the way, then stood out the side of the shade and asked, what is that? And then told me to be quiet, and then looked for a few minutes, and it was gone. What What was it? Could you tell what the craft was shaped like, or it was just a bright light? Huh. So she grew up out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, the neighbors called the parents the next day to see if they saw the light, too. I was going to say, um... That's freaky. I wonder, if did it, did it affect sound at all? Because I'm used to, like, with all these weird sort of supernatural-ish sort of stories, 
people like kind of lose sound. So M22, did your power go out when that happened, or is the electricity still on? A UFO once in Newark, New Jersey. That's a. Uh, I don't know why aliens would visit Newark, New Jersey, though, man. Uh, I think well, I. Well, I remember heard about that uh, <laughs> supposed incident. It was at Dick's Air Force Base or something where uh, security forces shot an alien. <laughs> I'm just imagining some poor gray motherfucker all naked just getting lit up. Illegal or extraterrestrial? Extraterrestrial. <laughs> I don't know if I was on the flight line or what, but I've heard talk about that. Pretty sure one of my friends it's shot just an illegal one. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, everything's a geese now, apparently. Like, Covered like in oil. I'm going, I'm going through like a list of reports I found. Right? They're very, uh, they're not yeah. very detailed. You don't, you don't remember the Exxon Valdez geese that roam the earth? Forever. Bro, they're blaming the fucking Phoenix lights on geese. <laughs> you remember that one, this right? Fucking, this Wikipedia article trashed. Yeah, like this is like the best but list I found though. I said Wikipedia, so I uh, clearly I'm Yeah, I remember about the, the Phoenix ones. There was another there was a like ranch, There was a ranch out in uh, Arizona too that supposedly had a bunch of sightings and shit and I forgot what they called it. It it was like it was like their version of the Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, but, but there was like another ranch out there that supposedly had a bunch of weird shit and a whole bunch of UFO sightings. Yeah, I know what you're talking. About. I can't remember. There's it, a few. Even the places... owner talks about killing an alien with a katana. Like his story gets that crazy. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's like this... it's like oh god, oh, full moment. moment. Oh my god, I hope I hope we can find a movie for that for Saturday. I love to see some dude just fighting aliens with a fucking katana. It's like Fallout Three, all over again. Um. Shit, what was I going to say, though? Huh. Uh, <clears throat> I just thought it was funny, though, that there's, like... Like, the Phoenix Lights are a thing, and people just, like, like ignore that one, too. Yeah, as big as a city that was. Um... And they try to explain that away, and that just comes across as bullshit, too. Because I think that was going on around the 80s or 90s, and I don't know if they've had any more events since it was ni- It was, like, 93, yeah. it was. I mean, it was... Before I was born, technically, but it's not like it's like that long ago. And then, um, fuck, what was I gonna say? There's, there's a, there's a few of those stories though that, where it's like, seems like there's huge, like, either they're huge aircraft or they're in flying for like a flying formation. And they just try to excuse it away, but, it, it, but like looking back at these records, right, it seems like those stories go back quite a ways. You know, well, I remember right before the B twenty one, I forgot what the hell that one was called, was announced. There was a contest between Lockheed and someone else, like to win the uh, contract for that Aurora project. No, the Aurora was way before that. Oh, and so because the Aurora bomber was, I heard about that back in the was it the eighties or something, and that has yeah, a specific yeah, about right. These a specific contrail behind that they describe as donuts on a string. And uh, one of my Navy buddies claimed that his father flew one of those. Okay. I I think I know roughly what you're talking about, but I don't remember. There's a lot of these where it's like, I honest to God have like listened to more shit about UFOs than I could ever possibly remember. Well, the rumor was like the, the, the Aurora bomber was what won us the Cold War because the Soviets couldn't compete with it. But I haven't yeah. heard talk of it in a long time. 
But this uh, B-21 bomber, right when they were like having a contest to who would win the contract, that yeah. was when there was an uptick on seeing black triangle-shaped aircraft, which I think was, well, was, I, I was going to say, test it out. I was, when I was a kid, you know, that was more public information. So I used to see the B-21s or whatever flying over my house all the time because of where I lived and our Air Force base. But it was like, by that point, you know, it was clear to me what you know, no, the, the B-21s are very recent. I don't think you saw those. those were probably oh, coming. so B, what was the old one then? The B-2. one from the early 2000s? You probably think of the B-2 Spirit, because these are replacing the B-2 Spirit and the B-1 Was it like the weird triangle-ish looking one, the black one? Well, the F-117 and the B-2 are both triangle-shaped. Okay. Well, either way, it was one of those, what looked, what I'm assuming was some sort of stealth bomber, because it was big. Because I think the B-21s are out at uh, Whiteman Air Force Base and uh, what was that one in North Dakota? Ellsworth. I think they're all out. Yeah, let me too. see which one. Which one am I I think we're out of material for this show, man. It's kind of weird not having yep. Van here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the drops, like without the drops, it's a lot less funny, to be honest. It feels dry. If Yeah, like... <sighs> It feels like we're just like reading articles or trying to remember articles we've read. <laughs> oh, Mary Ventus, yeah, I saw a TR3B when I was in the military and I actually reported it. And I didn't get in trouble or I didn't get told anything about it, but I did see it flying over base. Oh, okay. So I'd like to give a shout out to our audience who came and watched us. Thanks uh, to Nil, Jabra Contrarian, See No Evil, Boca Bradley. Uh, Warfist 1984, Roots Calhoun. Who else was there in the crowd? Uh, Spiritual God Warrior M22. Uh, who else was James Campisi? The dude everyone's calling a fed. <laughs> <laughs> CZ Chad, thanks for watching. We love our federal agents. Thanks we love the recipe. <laughs> Thanks for the starving autist watching. Not your dumbest, uh, the great. I don't know. This was as good an episode as you guys are going to get without Van. So. Woken Jotun. <laughs> uh, let's not forget to tune in March 32nd as I uh, release my <laughs> course on how to become a professional grifter. <laughs> and write your own books. Sons Give us money. Gamer, Mantis, and I don't know if I oh yeah, it is the B two Spirit. I'm retarded. Of Nick course, Woods that's what World I was saying. For tuning in, I don't know if I missed anybody, but I think I got most of the crowd. Yeah, I remember seeing a bunch of B two Spirits when we first fucking well, when we invaded Iraq for the second time, flying over my house. There's fuck tons of them. So manifest, yeah. We did an episode together about a week ago over time looping and all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, where can our audience find that episode between me, you, and King Popo? Well, it's just on it's just on YouTube, man. You have to look Manifest Destiny. It'll say, do, do you mean Manifest? And you tell them to fuck off. And you'll find it on there somewhere. There ain't many videos. <laughs> There's not, but like I said, man, some of that shit that was talked about, like appearing in the ceiling and all that shit, I think if, I think if, 
I think of more borders like um, reality merging than abduction. Oh, so you think the was it what was it called the dimensional merge? Yeah, the dimensional merging that uh, the prophet Christian had predicted is happening. I don't know nothing about that, dude. It's, it's time for <laughs> Sonic Jesus hybrids. So what I've been watching, like on the X channel of 4chan, is uh, all the guys who are really big into this whole time reset thing that's supposed to happen tomorrow, because I think that's the deadline for it. They've been nicknaming them, they've been nicknaming them loopers. That, that's yeah, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for round fifty of this to start. They're gonna come with a new date. It's gonna be great. It'll be two more weeks. Just two more weeks. Trust the plan. Wait, I thought thought they said it was April Fool's Day. Uh, I forgot what day. uh, Something was supposed to happen that day. Um, I think that was the day uh, Facebook said I needed to turn on some kind of secondary account uh, authorization thing. They're going to lock me out. But I'm already locked out. It's like I can't even log on and verify who I am on my main account. Sometimes so, I just get banned so, without so, so that mean I'm just double banned on my main account? Like I had, I didn't even get popped for anything this time. Oh no, I'm probably gonna go lay down after this. <laughs> we'll probably do another movie this Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I haven't picked it out yet. Do you have any ideas? I mean, no, all? I don't. Um... We should we should try to get Firebat to come back and watch Jeremiah Johnson because that was fucking amazing, <laughs> dude. Jeremiah Johnson and then Jeremiah Johnson had the second one be the fucking what is it the moonshining documentary again? Oh, Popcorn Sutton. I've seen popcorn some memes Sutton. of Popcorn Sutton, man. Like uh, I think other dude, Popcorn were Sutton. I can't believe how he died, dude. That shit's so sad. He literally killed himself because he wanted to go to jail again. I like how he just didn't care because, like, he was making that sawed-off shotgun, like, on the video. <laughs> he didn't care. Was yeah, in, on video, he just saw the shotgun. <laughs> uh, I don't know what we'll do for our next episode. I know that we've got well, probably a true crime episode coming up in the future, so we'll probably talk about Florida man stories and then bring back Desert Ranger to hear about more of those crazy Brazilian crimes. Yeah, that'll um, be good. I know there's like a cult somewhere in LA that would be Brandy's specialty, but she's been having a lot of last minute in real life issues that keep pulling her off the show. So I don't know if we could pull her on for that because we need her guaranteed on here. Lord knows next time, but next time we need her, her whole entire state's going to be on fucking fire again. So I got one, one thing to show. What do you got? Besides. My course, which will be available March 32nd on how to grift and make money off of people. Uh, there's also uh, Atomic Shaman episode 13. Coop, you guys haven't checked that out. That's what? the only other thing I've ever been on. <laughs> I shield for your own show. Oh, okay. I usually do that with my promos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had some technical difficulties, but it was a good show. Yeah, Did it? I yeah, never listened was, to it. Yeah, so like I, I played like a, a pre-roll today, but then I kept catching commercials when I was trying to play the opening music. So that okay, that good. I wasn't sure if that was me being retarded hearing those or you fucking up. Uh, I don't know why those commercials just popped on all of a sudden. I was like, I can't even play the opening music, but I got the pre-roll working. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was disastrous. We can't do anything without Van. We literally can't. The show fell apart awesome. without the glue. Oh god! So I'm gonna see if I can try to get some T-shirt designs. Finally, like uh, I have the designs nice. in my head. I haven't done them on paper. 
I do have a t-shirt store site, so it's called like uh, the Atomic Shaman Trading Post, and that's on the Tea Republic, but I don't think you can order anything on there yet. Maybe some sticker designs. I can't remember if I did anything on there yet. And uh, that's it for now. Come back in two weeks. We'll have something, but if I keep finding some cool stuff on X, I'll try to put post up all the threads and the green text stories if you guys like those horror or spooky uh, Texas speech stories, I'll keep it up. Yeah. And I think that's good. I don't know. All right. Um, now, how do we end this now? Another van's not here. What do we do? Uh, 